Seven in the morning. Yes, I'm up early bird. It's the worm, baby. Yeah, baby. But um, season three, episode four of Come and Talk With T. Yes, I'm back. And I'm better, better. I want you bad as ever. Bryson needs to pay me. I need to get paid. I need to get paid. But uh, we here. It's Monday. We we gonna have we gonna have a good ass motherfucking day today. Yes, we is, cause I said so. Cause I said so. We're gonna have a good day cause I said so. Okay. Um before I get into what what y'all here for, you know, you wanna hear that shit. You wanna hear some of that shit. <laughs> that shit, that shit. <laughs> but let me just tell you, today I'm also dropping my Zodiac Fall collection and my candles. Falling. In love with you, I'm falling. That type of shit, yeah, fall, yeah, yeah. Fuck what the calendar talking about. I don't care. I don't care if fall is supposed to be sometime in August or whatever the case. I like fall. I like fall scents. If I want to start early, I will start early. Now, I only have a limited supply on how many candles I have, but mm, I've been thinking, you know, if it does go good, I'll. I'll keep it going. I'll keep it going for y'all. I'll keep it going. Don't tell no. Don't be, don't be out. Don't be telling the people that didn't listen to my podcast. Don't tell them. Don't tell them. This is just only you know. You know that I might keep this going. Only you do. So keep it between us. This is us. This is us, baby. This is us. Um, I also sell body butters. Those been child. Those been selling. Um. Thinking about adding coconut oil as a base to one of my other ones, too, since the ones that I use is almond oil, and a lot of people um, do have a nut allergy. I'm going to work with y'all, too. I'm going to find a way to work around y'all, so I think I might start using coconut oil. Um, If you do know any other type oils that can help a sister that you know personally or, like, you would recommend me use, um, let me know, because I do be seeing a lot of oils. I just don't know... I don't know what to do. Like, not like what to do, but like, I don't know which ones to use because I don't, I don't want, I really don't want to break nobody out. You feel me? <laughs> don't want to do it. And I test everything on myself because I do have eczema. I got the perfect skin to test stuff on because if it doesn't break me out, I feel like everybody else should really be okay because I have eczema, like cream, itch, alligators, scratch, scratch, crunch, crunch. Yeah. Yeah. I, I itch. So if it doesn't break me out, I feel like we should all just be A.O. motherfucking K.O. <laughs> enough about my business. Well, it's never enough about business. <laughs> business is booming. <laughs> but um, enough about my business. Um, today I'm going to be talking about how um, black capitalism is not how you fight capitalism, okay? Um, I'm going to explain the difference between black ownership and black gentrification. Yes, gentrification in black. <laughs> Um, the opposite of capitalism is socialism and, and communism. So them, them, those are the only ways to fight capitalism. Um, 
And I'm going to recap the foundations or the fundamentals of the black community, like what we need to be successful, um, because that also goes into how you can't fight capitalism with black capitalism. Um, I'm going to talk about um, how I'm going to talk about the dynamic of the black struggle over black uh, over black liberation. Um, Those are all done through black capitalism, gender wars within our community, the justice system, and white supremacy. So I will get into, go into those, explain how each one of those um, pushes the dynamic of the black struggle over the black liberation. Um, and I'm also going to briefly talk about the analogy of the system of oppression, which is like enslavement versus the problem of racism that we have today currently. Um, because for some reason... Uh, people like to suggest that black people don't understand their life unless it's the life of a white American, unless it's the white America lifestyle, as if we do this to ourselves, um, as if we're playing victim. And um, that's never the case. Um, people always say that they can hear me flipping pages. Yes, you can, because I do write down. I write down everything that I'm going to say. I write down my whole podcast. I write down all that stuff. Um, I do it personally because I got badass memory, y'all. I be smoking a lot of weed, y'all. I be smoking a lot of weed. If I get up on here and start to talking and I start to feeling it, I'm not going to remember the content and the actual lesson in there that I wanted to, or the message that I wanted to get out to you guys. I'm going to sit here and just be rambling. And I know y'all want to hear my rambles. Y'all like my rambles. I like my rambles. But I also need to make sure that I get what I need out there. I need to make sure that you're learning something from anything that I'm saying. Um, and it's not just all ramble, ramble. Okay. (laughs) Um, to go over the foundations or the fundamentals that I think are needed in the black community. Of course, they all have to be black owned and that's schools, hospitals, grocery stores, banks, and, and our communities, our projects, our own, um, communities, housing, all that type of shit. Sorry, y'all. I just woke up. Okay. Um, so with that being said, what is the difference between black ownership and black capitalism and or black gentrification? Um, like I said before, you cannot, you, excuse me, ooh, you cannot fight capitalism with more capitalism and make it black. <laughs> um, it's not going to work like that. The only way to fight capitalism is socialism and communism. Now, What's that? What's socialism, Tyler? What's communism, Tyler? I'm here to tell you what the fuck it is, okay? Socialism is the transition phase to communism. Um, That being that all property is owned by the public and each person is paid according to their abilities and needs. In other words, baby, you're paid your value and you're actually able to survive financially in the world that you're living in because you're paid what exactly your value and what you need in order to survive, okay? Publicly owned, meaning owned by us. Yes, the people. <laughs> um, managed by us. Yes, the people. Lived in the United States. Yes, us, the people. And kept stable by us. Yes, the people. Yes, we would have to be an actual community <laughs> for this to work and not just all be money hungry and be black capitalists, okay? So the difference between ownership and black gentrification slash black capitalism, okay? Nobody is telling you that you cannot buy and or remodel buildings in the hood. 
and or your community. But if the new house isn't anything that a family in your community can actually afford, then who are you truly benefiting with your investment? It's literally only yourself and the white people. And I say the white people because those are the people that are going to move into that house, not your own. If your own can't afford it, who else is going to, who else? What other race or a white Asian maybe is going to move up into that house? You're actually causing more damage than you are helping. Huh? Yeah, you are. Um, you cannot do what they do to us, to us, to your own. Where you think that is that? Where did you think that was gonna help the community? I seen it on Twitter. Um, some dude feel like he was helping the community, and all I have to say is, I say this all the time: Black people know how to unite. We don't know unity because if we knew true unity, he would have never have even thought that that was even okay to fucking do. Okay, you cannot find a piece of shit house where you can if you want to. I'm not saying what you can't do with your time and with your money. And with your own investments. But what I'm saying is, don't say that you're doing it for the people when you're actually doing it for selfish reasons because what you're doing is not going to help the people at all. Because there's people like me, ha ha ha, that's actually do want to do shit for the people that's about to get on your ass for saying stupid shit like that when you know it's not for the people. You know it was for yourself and you knew we're doing, you were doing it for selfish financial reasons and financial gain. It did nothing for the community. But gentrify it. The same thing that we be talking about. The same, you did the exact same thing that we all complain that they do in our communities. Um, so, he on Twitter, the dude on Twitter, moves the old, moves the homeless out of a out of a old abandoned house, builds the house back up, flips it, remodels it, all that. But whatever you, boom, whatever you people do when you flip houses, do your shit. I love it, but. Um, he literally let that house be the only good looking house on that street. And like the rest of the house is like really fucking sucked. <laughs> so when the white person moves into that nice white house, that nice new little house, um, do you think that that white person is not going to do anything possible to, <laughs> to want her neighbors to leave, bro? You think that? preppy white person that's living next to a black person in the hood is not going to do everything possible to try to get that black person out because they want that street. They want that comfort. They're uncomfortable in the hood, but they like living there and take, or they like not living there. They like gentrifying it and taking it over, but they're terrified and they're scared and they're worried for their safety and the parking. <laughs> It always seems like they're mad about fucking parking or some shit. Like, oh my God. But literally, you cannot do what they do to us back to us. Like I said before, you cannot fight black cap. You cannot, you cannot fight capitalism with black capitalism. You cannot be a black capitalist. It doesn't even sound right. It doesn't even sound right. So me, what was everybody was like, everybody on Twitter was, what would have been the solution then? What would have been the solution to help the to help the black community if I'm gonna flip a house inside the hood? Baby, affordable housing. That's it. Like, can, can you make it affordable for the black people that live in the community to actually buy the house, live in that space? You're literally opening the door for crackerjacks 
to make their way up in our shit. I don't like that. I don't. I don't really like that. I don't like that at all. You Negroes. You nigga. You. You Negroes. You fucking Negroes. You're getting on my last nerve with that shit. Uh. Like I said before, I'm not saying that everybody has to be for the community. You don't have to be a me. You don't have to. But just know that there's people like me that's finna get on your ass because you're doing stupid shit. You're doing black gentrification. You're not helping anybody. You're 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 fucking causing the problem. You're not doing anything to help. <laughs> you are spreading the issue. So yeah, stop doing that. <laughs> stop. I'm hella irritated by that shit because like he was really on Twitter making it seem like he was just doing this good ass deed and he's just this amazing person and we should all just be grateful that he flipped the house. And it's like, dude, you literally moved homeless people out of a out of a abandoned ass house to put white people in it. Like, ah. Uh. What fuck is... I need one of those little... I need a reaction thing like, dun, dun, dun. Like, well, how I always fucking say. I need one of those womp, womp, womp ass shits. Like, oh, you niggas are womp, womp, womps. Like, womp, womp, womp. Jesus. But, okay. Ooh, let's talk about the quote-unquote black struggle being pushed over the idea or the, the ideology of black liberation. Um, so... Quote unquote black gentrification also plays into the dynamic of keeping the black struggle a more popular dynamic or idea over the idea or the dynamic of black liberation. Why? Why do they do this? And who are some key pushers of this? They do this because they're scared, okay? White people are scared. Not, they probably are scared of me physically. They should be. I'll whoop your ass. Mm-hmm. I wish I had one of the little things like dun 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 I'll whoop your ass. Mm-hmm. But they're scared of black liberation, black power, black people coming together, black educated black educated people coming together. Girl, don't don't let us be smart. Don't let us be small. White people are terrified of the smart ones, of the smart ones of the few. <laughs> White people are scared of them. But <clears throat> that's really why they always want the black struggle or any any type of black struggle, any kind of black struggle to be pushed over any type of black liberation, any black togetherness, any black coming, any anything black goodness. That's why they're so black on the black crime. That's why they push that narrative out a lot too. They like the black struggle. They love it. It helps them thrive. It keeps them up. Okay. <laughs> but like I said, who else? are also the key pushers in this. Um, One of them is gender wars within our community. Yes, we are to blame too, child. Y'all act like y'all don't want to blame ourselves. We, some of us in the community, that be fucking up. And I don't like to specifically say black women are this, that, and the third. Black men are this, that, and the third. I like to generalize. Well, not generalize. Put us all into one crab bucket, whatever the fuck you want to call us. Because... We, as a community, have to work on it. It's not individuals. Well, there's things that women in general, all women need to work on. Not just black women. There's things that men 
in general need to work on, not just black men. Black women and black men are not the men and women that are the gay or like the the people that need to be held accountable or need to take some type of accountability for the shit that all men and women do. That's not what this case is. That's why. <laughs> that that's what that we're gonna get into that too, because that's part of the pushing the black struggle over black liberation. Um the justice system is also a key pusher. I'm a pusher, Katie. I'm a pusher. Duh. Um, white supremacy, of course, is 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 the big pusher, the big dope pusher of <laughs> the black struggle over the black liberation dynamic. Um, with gender wars, like I said before in previous podcasts, and if you haven't heard me say it before, I'll say it right now. Okay, the only problem we as black people face is one actually being black. And two, poverty. Neither one of those have to do with education level or gender. So the problem we face has everything to do with white America itself and the social construct of race itself and nothing to do with gender and nothing to do with anything inside of our community, okay? Gender wars and generalizations that are often done on social media continues the black struggle dynamic because there's constant black men myths, black women myths that are often thrown around and put in our heads through white supremacy. Now, one of the greatest myths is that black fathers are deadbeats. Deadbeat someone deadbeat being someone that doesn't take care of his or her, I mean of his child at all, physically, mentally, and or financially. And it's not someone that isn't staying inside the house with them. Yes, there's a difference. A two-parent household doesn't doesn't always mean a healthy household. And it doesn't always mean a complete family and can often often be more toxic on the actual child than a two than a one parent household okay <laughs> let's just let's just put that out there and it's also statistically statistically proven that black fathers spend more time with their children compared to white fathers and this is by eight percent eight percent black fathers are actually way more active than white fathers so why is this Debbie phase, I mean, phrase so easily thrown around for black men because, like I said, agenda war. We also keep the myth going and it shows on Twitter every day, okay? The idea of a black father being something seen as rare in a community is, is already a problem in itself, okay? It's already, we need to talk about that in itself. Um, the justice system, um, the justice system will always play into the black struggle dynamic and specifically the black family struggle dynamic. We all know that's it's that excuse me that the system takes fam takes more takes away more black fathers from their homes than it actually does help them, which also affects the black women and the children in the end. It takes the whole community down when you just take that one man, that one person down. And they know that. And that should tell you the significance and the power of the black man and what the black man can hold in itself, which is why I specifically personally take the time to actually give a fuck about them and our boys and you guys should too. Now, when I say shit like that, me saying that does not take away my care and my love for black women or black girls or the protection that we need. And don't ever get that confused or mistaken because I'm a black woman and was a black girl, my motherfucking self. Okay. I'm just all for the people, us. So yes, <laughs> sometimes I do specifically get into it or want to talk about black men for a second because they don't get talked about. 
black women and black girls always get talked about. We don't talk about our boys. We don't talk about our men enough. We don't appreciate them enough. I ain't going to lie to y'all. But when I say shit like that, people call me a pick me, whatever the case. We don't appreciate our black men enough. And when I say that, that's not me saying that black women also don't get appreciated enough either. Because when you see, like, when you say shit like that, people on Twitter assume that you just hate black women. Hi, I hate black women. I'm a black woman myself. I was raised by a black woman. Nothing but black women. Powerful, strong black women. So I, I don't. I don't understand why when I, and I, cause I was also raised around strong black men. I've always had a father figure in the house. My dad has always been here. Never experienced the, the quote unquote deadbeat lifestyle that they be trying to push or the, the dynamic that they be trying to push all the time. You feel, I never experienced any of that. I've always been around black men that would protect me until they motherfucking die. I've never experienced anything that those people on Twitter have ever experienced. And that's also why I go so hard for black men, period. Because when you say stuff like that, it's including the black men that I know and the black men in my family, and they are nothing of the sort. (laughs) So yes, I will defend them. I will defend black people, period. All black people. Thank you. (laughs) Um, who back to, back to life. Back to reality, okay? White supremacy is and will always be the key reason why the black struggle is pushed over black liberation because just the phrase alone, black power makes them so uncomfortable, okay? White supremacist beliefs or their quote unquote beliefs, and uh, which is actually racism. <laughs> Ha 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 ha! Yeah, racism. Ha ha! That's what the fuck. That's why I don't understand when they be like, "You can't judge people." That's what they believe. Girl, they believe in racism. How the fuck? How the fuck you gonna tell me not to judge them when they believe in racism? Why is that your belief? That's your ideology is being racist. Mm, it's not adding. The math isn't mathing. I'm gonna beat your ass. No, <laughs> but literally, like they be. Uh, Jesus Christ. Okay, and they've been able to successfully hide. Um, their racist ideologies through our everyday lives. And they've done this successfully through our school systems and through social media. Two of the things that we grew up around and came in contact with the most in our lives. It's fucking crazy how they do that. Um, literally today, in the current, this is a current day example. This is literally happening right now. The critical race theory is not wanting to be taught because it talks about the history of the KKK and they want to control what goes in and out of the school systems. They want to control what our children learn about themselves. They want to control uh, control what history they want or not want to say about their own history. They want to control their own history. We don't get to control ours. We don't get to we don't get to control if we want to watch Roots one day during class. Okay, we don't get to control none of that shit. We have to watch it. I had to watch Roots and The Color Purple and shit along them lines. I mean, I watched them at home anyway. It was nothing. It was nothing. But it's just the fact of I had to watch it at school too, and I didn't have an option. It was Black History Month, so that felt like that was okay to for me to watch Roots. It's fucking crazy. And what's crazy is. When I would watch Roots at home, it was never during Black History Month. I literally would watch that shit just to watch it. Not like, not like, like no shit, but like I would watch Roots and movies along those lines just to watch it. It had nothing to do with Black History Month. So the fact that we literally only watched that shit during Black History Month should tell you a lot too. And the fact that we really only learned about MLK should tell you a lot too. I ain't gonna get too too much into that because when I speak on MLK, a lot of people get upset. 
Because that's their little puppet boy. That's their puppet man. That's their integration model. That's their um, peace-loving and all that bullshit-ass model. I don't want to get too much into it. He wouldn't have liked me either. I'm a whole Pan-Africanist. I <laughs> believe that all black people are this, that, and the third. He believes that we should all be together in one nation under God, individual, and all, all that bullshit. I don't have time for that shit. We'll never have time for it. I don't think me and LK, we, we wouldn't have been beefing, beefing. But me and my mans wouldn't have been friends either like that. Okay? Okay. We have just different ideologies. Just all different thinking. It's all different shits. <laughs> anyway, last part. I want to talk about enslavement, oppression versus current day racism problems analogy because, like I said, there's this there's this thinking that black people, um, we're doing this to ourselves. You know, we like the struggle. We like to live in. We like being at the bottom. We love it. It's just this thinking that we just we just love it here so much and like we just don't try hard. So that's why we're here and we just we just love being in the struggle. It's just something that we just love. We just woo. You know. And then people like to say, you're living in the past, you know. You're just holding on to history because you're lazy, baby. You are lazy, okay. There's black millionaires, billionaires. Ugh, you just not working hard enough. You just don't want it. You you just don't want it, okay. There, there, there's black people out here with money. You just, you just don't want it, girl. You ain't working hard enough. You are lazy, honey. Put some pep in your step, okay. Those are just some of the things... Um, that people be saying when this when this type of shit comes up, um, <laughs> and that's fucking crazy, right? There's this weird underlining belief or feeling that black people are living in this struggle simply because they want to, um, and if they want, and if they want it enough, they strictly just have to work for it, and no other factor is to blame other than their own laziness, and. That just isn't and most likely will never be the case living in America while black. <laughs> and we have room to be lazy, honestly, but we're going to get into that another time, okay? <clears throat> this is how you guys sound. Um, number one, okay. Not racism, but our own behavior and choices, values are the reason why the whole world is against us. Okay, <laughs> number two, this has nothing to do with racism. But we got to take ourselves out the hoods, y'all. We got to somehow take ourselves out the hood. Even look, 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 even though racism is the reason we started out there in the first place, y'all, plenty of white groups have experienced racism in the U.S. It was bound to happen. Oh, my God. It was just, it was just bound to happen. Why can't you let go? Everybody else bounced back. All the other groups bounced back. All the other little white people that was in that was discriminated against bounced back. The Jewish people bounced back. Why can't black people bounce back? Okay, three. Y'all love to say we playing the victim. Uh, y'all be playing the victim. It isn't gonna get you nowhere. I'm gonna need y'all to know the difference between victimization and accountability. Black people are victims of what is and did go on in America. Okay. We're asking, it's not, we're not even asking for shit. When I say that there's racism, that's accountability in my eyes. That's not me playing the victim. That's me pointing out the truth. That's me wanting somebody to talk about it. Not talk about it, but bring it to the light about something. We about to let the world know something. Okay? <laughs> victim. Being a motherfucking victim. I could be a, matter of, you want to know what? I could be a victim. I am a victim. I'm a motherfucking victim, bitch. I'm black. 
I'm blacker than black. I'm black as a motherfucker. I am a victim in the United States. I need money. I need my motherfucking. I need it all, nigga. <laughs> I am a victim. The fuck? Okay. Four. It's just wrong to judge the U.S. for the past and the present-day racism that they got going on that nobody want to talk about. But they feel like that we only talk about the past, so let's just talk about the past. Even though there's there's a lot of there's a lot of examples of of current-day racism that motherfuckers just be ignoring. But yeah, you you're just living in the past, bro. Oh my God, man, Africa has slavery. I don't know why I don't know why people use that as an example, or as like a as a as a get back. When you bring up slavery in the United States, they'd be like, Africa had it. Okay. And so did Europe. Like, what what did what did, what did you gain from saying that? What what did you gain out of that? What did you think you were going to gain out of that? That's what I would like to know. Cause what the, what the fuck are you talking about right now? Okay. Am I surprised by the thinking, all those thinking points that I just gave? Am I surprised that people think that way? No. But I think a lot of you guys, like I said, are confusing. Um, well, I haven't said this before, but it's kind of kind of like the victimization accountability. I feel like a lot of you guys are confusing poverty with racism. <coughs> Excuse me. And that's something that we could talk about or continue on branching on to next week. <coughs> Excuse me. The difference between poverty and racism. Because I feel like a lot of you guys are explaining, excuse me, or a lot of you guys are describing things that we can't do because of our financial. Um, we can't do a lot of things because of financial reasons. And it has everything to do with financial reasons. <laughs> I mean, everything to do. Ah, fuck. I'm high, y'all. Ah, fuck. I'm high. But like I said, a lot of you guys are confusing poverty with racism. I'm going to get into that next week on or into my next podcast episode. I'm going to explain what I mean by that. Like I said, I'm high. I smoke before I do these. Okay. We just, y'all going to bear with me. But next week, I'm going to get into how I feel you guys are confusing poverty and racism together. Um, That was my episode. Yes, yes. That was, I know y'all missed me. I missed y'all. But tune in. For the next episode of Come and Talk with T. I don't know when the episode will be, y'all. You know how I get down. I have a lot of things going on. I'm finna be the brand ambassador under a U.S. history section of a podcast. So, you guys, I'm just so blessed. I'm so blessed. So motherfucking happy that my podcast is doing something for me, y'all. Like, I'm just so happy, y'all. Y'all don't understand. I'm trying so hard to just keep in my happiness. That's why I'm just gonna make noises and sounds but <laughs> i do want to thank you guys for supporting me you guys have been real supportive of my motherfucking podcast i'm gonna have a good fucking day okay but that was episode four of season three tune in next week with your girl t thank you bye-bye <laughs>